Escape from Plan A. Three of us actually just sitting right. in a room. Yeah, and Mark, uh, thanks, thanks for coming all the way from New Jersey. Absolutely. right now, sitting around the teen's living room. I think well, this is know, the, I got a car, so I might as well use it, right? This is the second ever uh, recording we've used with our, I guess, home studio. Uh, so this is quite That's a... kind of fun. This is the most <laughs> official physical location of Plan A that we have so far <laughs> because, damn, you, you, you came through like, f- like four state lines. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> I drove through a few more just to make it more. By the way, you know, I, I was driving home from because uh, I went yes. upstate. <laughs> I went upstate uh, yesterday just to go hiking. Yeah, so 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 teen like sent me this creepy. <laughs> it wasn't creepy, but you sent this thing. It, was, it could like, have random. been it, that could have been creepy. It was if it sort went of a different random, way, yeah, right? Yeah. So like I was uh, I turned to to my wife and uh, and I was like teen teen texted or, or messaged us and said, "Were you wearing this?" <laughs> What? 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 Did he only send this to you? Was yeah, this? just to me. Or huh. no, it was in the group. Yeah. And I, and she was like, "Yes." <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, no, was no, that's not weird." A, he saw like, you drive when he was driving. No, okay, no, because I said it like I yeah. said it like um, hey, what, seven, I, seven. I said, "Was was your wife uh wearing a charcoal shirt?" And yeah, around seven, and, and it got home around seven seven thirty. <laughs> but I think because it's in a chat room, you heard it like, "Hey, uh." Was your wife wearing a charcoal shirt <laughs> and got home around seven thirty? <laughs> but she she took it that way too. She's like, um, "Teen, yeah." <laughs> and I was like, "No, no, no." He just saw you when he was driving. It's fine. It was because like, I drove by your place and I was like looking. I was like, "I wonder by the off chance if y'all are yeah. around." And then I saw her walking up the street. I mean, I couldn't stop because I was you know it was traffic and right. I was like, oh shit, okay. Um, yeah. Anyway, yeah. All right, so we got we're supposed to talk about something. Uh, yeah, so this yeah. is our bonus episode, and we've this. Oh, so I'm Oxford, your host here in Teen's beautiful living room in Elmer's Queens. Uh, Teen obviously is here. We're not. We didn't just break into his house. <laughs> and, uh, recording here, and then Mark. Hey, what's up, Mark? What's up? And yeah, this episode we're gonna talk about a couple of, among other things, maybe. Um, this is kind of a loose pod. A couple of uh, Netflix special comedy specials that dropped within, I think, the last two months. The one yeah. by Aziz Ansari called Right Now and Dave Chappelle's uh, Stick and Stones or Sticks and Stones. Uh, so I, I only recently watched this because I've been um, I've like just cut Netflix out of my life for I think most of 2019. But uh, some things have just just pulled me back in, you know, Kim's Convenience, the new season of Terrace House is coming. And I, I did want to watch these specials uh, just to keep up to date with what was going on. So, Mark, thank you for. Lending right. me your account. All I right. mean, I, I feel like this is all good. No Netflix. But, uh, one, one question. Why did it take you this long to watch Kim's Convenience? Uh, I always wanted to, but <laughs> uh-huh. I knew there were like three or four seasons out. So I was like, oh, okay. this is going to take a while. You're but binge it. Uh, but I really enjoy it. I, I think it's, I mean, I think it's way better than Fresh Off the Boat, which is really the only, I don't want to like pit Asian American comedies against each other, but I think it's much truer than that. And Mark, because I'm using your account, Netflix is not getting any more money from us. That's so right. I figure it's, it's like a win-win for everyone. I'm fine uh, with it. <laughs> so anyway, what, what, uh, let's start off with the. Uh, how about Chappelle? Let's start about Chappelle. What did you guys think of it? Um, I'm not. Uh, so I'll, I'll preface this by saying that I I was never a huge Chappelle fan. 
I know that like comes across as like, oh my god, but it's like I was like I don't know, maybe I wasn't cool enough, but I just wasn't like into Chappelle's show that much, and um, like I'm not like a huge Chappelle st- like, stan. And I came into it because I'd seen these like articles that people had written, like, oh my god, he's saying all these bad things and 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 all that stuff, and so I sort of had a like a a, a bias coming into watching it, and. I really enjoyed it for like the first 10, 15 minutes. I was like, oh, like I didn't really enjoy it. And then he started, I guess he picked up steam or he, he, he changed tack. And I, I, I thought it was really good. I think he's talking about more than just making jokes. Like, I think he's, he's trying to make commentary or commentate on uh, like the world and, and things that are going on. So it's a little more serious than just a comedy show. Um, but it, I, there were a lot of laughs in it, so I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, no, I was a huge uh, Chappelle fan. Um, but the the ones that have been coming out on Netflix over the past couple years are very they're they're very different than like early Chappelle, and I don't think they're as funny. And at first, I was like, I don't know if he's as funny as he used to be. Uh, but the thing I've noticed is that these these specials age really well. Like, if you go back and watch the ones that come back, came out last year, uh, like the, I forgot what they're called, like the bird revelations and whatever, you know, those, the ones that came out. Um, Wait, what, what is that? I don't, I they're, they're also the, Ch- they're also, there are other Chappelle um, oh, okay, okay. comedy specials that, that yeah, came he, out on Netflix last year. He has year. like a three special contract. Yeah, and I, and I didn't think that those were hilarious when they came out, but they aged really well. And if you go back and you watch them, and then I rewatched, I watched Sticks and Stones, and then I rewatched the first half. Uh, and it just is a totally different experience watching it the second time. Because I'm so old Chappelle, I'm still holding him up to what he used to be. And then when I re-listened to it or rewatched it, I realized, I don't know, there's something totally different going on uh, now. And uh, I'm still trying to figure out what it is, but it's a pretty deep, I mean, he's laying down some, I think a pretty deep set of, uh, set, some pretty deep work that people will understand more as time goes on. Um, so I just, I felt like there was a lot to it. Yeah. Uh, the the jokes so like with i don't want to like switch to aziz too quickly but like with aziz when you watch his you know, right now which is the one and, and aziz's special actually came out um i think a couple of months before Chappelle's, and it nothing's that deep about it i mean i was just watching the aziz one and he he talks about R. Kelly and he talks about Michael Jackson and in Chappelle Chappelle talks about R. Kelly and he talks about Michael Jackson and the like Aziz is just setting up jokes and he's sort of not he's trying to tell a a similar he's trying to make a similar point I think with R. Kelly where and and Michael where I think you know with Chappelle's he's like you know he says um, he makes this point that like everything was okay with both of them like 20 years ago and and how Chappelle had made these same jokes but now like if he tells the same joke everyone's going to be pissed off and that sort of says something about us. And I think Aziz was trying to make the same point, but he didn't make it in the same way. And it just didn't, it didn't come, a, come across as, like, with as much impact. And I think Chappelle is like, he's really trying to dig deep and say something more than just making it funny. Yeah, because Chappelle says that, like, obviously everybody knew about Michael Jackson. Everybody knew about R. Kelly. 
And he said the only real difference is that there was like an entertaining documentary that was made by HBO or wh- whoever made those things. And that was well, the, the tipping point. It wasn't really the facts. It was just kind of like, okay, well, how can you entertain me with these facts? And that's when people's minds changed. Yeah, because how, how could he have made those jokes? Because he came out of that. Once he came out on stage, remember, he was singing those Prince lyrics about yeah, how Chappelle was 2000 overtime, right? It's done. Yeah. We're going to party like it's 99, meaning um, I think it was I don't know what he meant exactly by that. But it felt to me like he was saying, you know, we passed some Rubicon. But tonight, let's revisit all the stuff you all used to laugh at. And then he said those Michael Jackson jokes that he said exactly, like almost verbatim back in 90, whatever it was, 97, 98, whatever. And uh, it's, how could he have made those jokes in the late 90s if people didn't know this was going on? Because I think his point was saying like, I can repeat the same exact joke that I made about Michael Jackson in 97 or whatever, and it makes total sense. It's as if it was up to date for today. So you all knew this stuff back then. Everyone knew about R. Kelly, right? Just like everyone knew about Weinstein. Mm-hmm. Like none of this shit was like, you know, everyone's pretending all of a sudden like, oh, we just had this, uh, I, I thought Michael Jackson was like, you know, totally innocent. And then I watched the documentary. I'm like, no, you didn't because you were laughing at this joke in 97, right? I think that's kind of like, at least for the first half when I was watching it, I was picking up a little bit of like, um, you know, what happened to people? Like, why, why is it based on the set, same set of information that we knew about all these people um, back, way back? How come all of a sudden we're not cool with it anymore? Right, and I don't think Chappelle has an answer, right? I think he just sets up the question. And I think there yeah, might be a maybe. little bit of, like, him sort of maybe personal. I, I don't, obviously, I don't know what Chappelle thinks personally because he hasn't really put it out there. But, like, I did like how he just sort of set it up. He's like, it's a question. Like, we got to think about what that means. Like, did it, is it good that that's changed? Maybe we were wrong back then and, like, you know, we've gotten better? Or is it something different, you know? But it has changed. Like, the jokes haven't changed. Like, you know, the, the facts haven't changed. But our reaction to the facts have changed. Well, here's an argument because, like, um, I mean, if we release these pods in the correct order, our previous pod will have dealt with the whole Chanel Miller uh, you know, Brock Turner case. And in that mm-hmm. pod, um, uh, Jess, Diana, and Tok talk about, say, like Monica Lewinsky. Like Monica Lewinsky was a total joke in the 90s. Everybody from like Leno to Conan to Letterman, whatever, they were just like taking shots at her. Yeah. Now we would not laugh at her. So I think the critics of Chappelle, from what I've read, would say something like, yeah, we laughed at that in the 90s or like 2000s because we were not as like enlightened. But now... We can't laugh at that anymore. So what would you say to something like that?